Happy New Year. It's Kenny checking in for another episode of Life Begins at 30 podcast. That's LB30pod on Instagram. It's New Year's Day Eve. I'm just in the flat. Um, just doing a little intro to this. Um, not hungover. Spent my first New Year's Eve sober. Um, went to a Kundalini yoga class, which was interesting. Lots of chanting and meditating and tongues out, arms up in the air. It was a little bit difficult. It was quite cramped because I think loads of people have, you know, been looking at an alternative for New Year's Eve, and decided to book into this. So I'd like to do it again, but with a little bit more space. Um, yeah, just a little intro to the episode. It's with my good friend Alex. I grew up with in Brighton. Talk a lot about mental health, physical health. We're both doing an Ironman in May, a half an Ironman in May. Um, yeah, just. General intro into our beliefs and the things that are affecting us at the age of 32. Um, and hopefully we'll put out a few more episodes of Alex, who's got a lot to say. And here it is. I hope you guys have a good new year, set some good intentions, and enjoy the episode. Cool. All right, so... Um this is Why are you talking deeply all this huh? time? I just, uh, <laughs> I sound like this anyway. Hello. You're like Barry White. Hey, this is your comedy <laughs> podcast. This is, this is um, what I was just saying. Life Begins at 30. This is like, okay. LB30 Pod on Instagram. We're in yeah. the Five Ways pub in Brighton. Formerly the Stamner. People get stabbed, beaten up. Yeah. It's nice now, it's Gastro Pub. Gastro Pub that doesn't sell food because it's they've got, got a big it's Christmas got party. It's got Christmas decorations. I had to order a pizza in here because they didn't actually have any food or they could yeah. little spotty... Not angry about that, are you? Oh. And they go, if you want to hear about that, you can look on Google and the last one-star review. Yeah. <laughs> you know? this, um, I'm Kenny, you know, podcast... I call myself a king host. King host? This is a... Uh, what's your I'm name? Special guest, Alex. Alex from Brighton. We yeah. went to school together back in... Oh, just up the road from here, Van Dien. I've known you properly since we were like 14, I'd say. I moved to your half of the year. Well, yeah, because you were a bit of an oddball, weren't you, at first? And then um, we finally you moved to our half of the year and we accepted you. And then, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, we, were, then we were mates. Yeah. yeah. And we've uh, lived together in um, Bethnal Green, Bethnal Green. For a little bit yeah. in the flat. Had uh, war with the neighbours. Yeah, you used to egg these uh, <laughs> little rude boy boy racers. Yeah. Phoned the noise. police on them numerous times, didn't we? Got them. No, this is. I'll have to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, they've got Killed. a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a ba- they had a baseball bat, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, they did have a baseball bat in his uh, car. In the car. Yeah, we've. Um, Which we phoned the police back to tell them about. Yeah, they, yeah look, really look, in the boot, look in the boot, <laughs> look in the boot. <laughs> Just because they, they were annoying every night, like two, three in the morning. Um, they'd be out there, like, honking. Playing shit music. Well, what one I One bottle of vodka music. between 30 of them. Yeah, and I was like, something out of their, has to like, be done. 1997 BMW. Yeah. Free series. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah. Me yeah. and this girl, yeah, like, yeah. I gotta stop doing the London accent. They anyway. used to have business cards for their drugs, do you remember? Yeah, didn't um, drop one off at your ex's, to your ex when she was walking in? Yeah, 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 I did it for, no, for me as well, they used to give me cards. Mm. But, Anyway, so yeah, that little background times. noise, uh, background music is uh, the pubs. Who is it? Acoustic. Sounds like Ollie Murs, doesn't it? Uh, probably it could like be that. him or one of those people. Yeah. But yeah, um, we're just checking in. I originally, Alex gave me the idea of putting this podcast together, really, because we always have these long, deep chats about being a man and uh, being, well, in, in our 30s now mm. and what everyone else is doing, what we're doing, and 
why we've kind of been left behind by society. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I feel that like we that. have, you know, not left behind, but it's a. I think there's definitely a new way of living as a young, well, not young man, but as a 30 year old man. I mean, in the 80s, I think if you weren't settled down by now with a couple of kids and a sort of career you're going to have for the rest of your life, you'd probably seen as a bit of an oddball. But I mean, that's changed, and especially living in London as well. I mean, that just delays everything yeah that's like, like five, ten, years five years minimum because you, you don't have because it takes that long to save up to yeah, be able to even consider like, and then, you, yeah, then you're living in like Penge or somewhere yeah. or, uh, or Thornton Heath Walthamstow yeah or Palace yeah if you end up so far away, you might as well just end up moving back to Brighton, really. It depends yeah. what you do as well. Like, if you're yeah. self-employed and you can float about and work in different locations, then you can yeah. go out to those kind of outskirts. Or if you've got a train or a regular thing that comes in, like regular mode of transport. But, like, I wouldn't want to live in London, buy a place in London for the sake of it. But, um, it no, I do that. I mean, that's a big commitment. I mean, my mate's just got a place in Crystal Palace and his mortgages, he put down a lot. I think he put down 20%. Or yeah. like a 400 grand flat. So it's not 80 grand instantly just for a, you know, no change from that. That's all going straight into the deposit. And then I think it's still, he's still got to pay 1,200 a month for like the next 25, 30 years. It's a lot of... Uh, and you've got to pay that's for a anything press, that goes wrong with it as well. Yeah, anything right? that goes wrong with it. If you, you know, if you're working and something happens to you and you can't pay it, you know, that's it. See you later, mate. They just bank will just take it back off you. So it's a lot of, that's a lot of, a lot of pressure. I can see why... You know, people struggle with the with the idea of, of doing that. So it's tough. So, well, um, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, let the uh, the podders <laughs> know about Alex. Where are you from? Uh, you from well, from from Brighton. Not working currently. I lived in moved to London when I was eighteen. Started modelling. Did that for about I just five drop years. Just that in there, little humble brag. Well, no, it's the way you ask me. It's the truth. Can't yeah, lie to you people. Were, you, you did it um, all, really. Did that for five years. Moved out of London when I was nineteen. Moved to Paris. Then I lived in New York for a couple of years, lived in Japan for a bit, and then I lived in Australia for a year as well. Came back from that and ended up having to get a real job because the modelling sort of dried up a little bit, and I just got fed up with it really, and then worked for a, a textile design studio in sales for about four years. Um, and then about three months ago, just realised it wasn't for me. It was too much travelling, really. It was, it was a good job. Was, you know, I was happy to have it, but it was a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, and it was trying to... Feeling like I needed to be the best at that, be really good, be really organised. I ended up working, probably working like 60, 70-hour weeks sometimes. You'd go away like Australia for yeah, yeah, five I'd be in days. Yeah, like, I was in LA for eight days, and I'd come back and they'd be like, oh, can you go to Australia? And it got to a point, I was like, just how long? I couldn't see myself doing it in the long term and I was just wearing myself down I was tired started to feel a bit down wasn't sleeping very well stopped eating and I was like yeah, if I keep doing this as well. yeah yeah I was like if I keep doing this I'm, I'm going to have a breakdown turned to Michael point. Jackson yeah I did um, and then yeah just, so I just packed it in about three months ago moved back home so I'm just having a bit of time now to sort of you know, recalibrate everything, figure out what I want to do with my life. Because now it's, it's a stage I'm 33, and it's like you need to get. Are you 33? No, well, nearly 33. I'm going to be Yeah, yeah, I'm topping it up a little bit. But then the, you know, it's like you've got to get it right now, so that you know you're doing something you like. Because realistically, I'll probably meet someone, settle down, have a kid, or whatever, maybe in the next sort of five to six years. So I need to make sure that I'm yeah, in a career. Yeah, but you say five to six years, right? But yeah, yeah. what were you thinking five years ago? Five years ago, well, yeah, I was you thinking, thinking at well, 30, I don't know, you know what I been, thought. Or even at 20, think about that. I remember at 20 thinking, um, 
I'll do want kids one day, probably when I'm early 30s. And I'm in my early 30s, I feel exactly the same. I thought I'd be I married really, by now. I thought, I'd, yeah, but I still don't really want kids. And I don't know if that will ever change. It might not. Mm. But then what else do you do? <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> there's a thing. lot of like, I, I'm making this assumption and it's quite a, a horrible one, that people get together when they're like 25 and then they like, they stay together, then they move in with each other yeah, yeah. and then they're like, oh, so what's next? Okay, we're going to get engaged. And then it's like, oh, we're going to get married. So they have a big marriage and they live with each other a bit. Then they do like their three month road trip in the States. I'll throw that in there, or Australia yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, that's for the really adventurous ones. And then it's like, have a kid. And then it's like, when they get a bit bored, they have another kid, then they break up, or they stay together. Yeah, I mean, thought there's a particular order of things. I just you think have for to me, do, I think it's like, the same for you. It's a very, I think it's a very, for me, it would be a very claustrophobic existence. And that's what's put me off. Because if you have a kid and you have a house and a mortgage, you know, that's one place you're committed to for like 18 years minimum I mean, you're not going anywhere you're, yeah. but are you scared of commitment do you think it lies down to you being scared of commitment then really I don't know no, but you were with feel, someone for a long time yeah, yeah, where yeah, was I that going to go I'd feel tethered I think if I had to I mean, when I've thought it's come to stages in relationships where, where the, that has crossed my mind or the notion of having a kid has been like well you're this age you should probably think about doing that soon but it's, it's only been out of a sense of obligation rather than desire, you know, it's been thinking, oh, because, you know, it's been looking at mates and thinking, oh, well, they've got a kid, they've got a, you know, they've bought a house, I should definitely be doing that too, because that's what normal people do, and actually it hasn't felt like that's what I've genuinely wanted. I've not thought that that's like a personality trait, I don't know if it's like a little bit of jealousy or just me like being cynical, or when people tell me about their like house and their kids and everything, I feel like it's um, them either trying to like show off a little bit. It's kind of like um, that's all they have to talk about. That's their well, it's such a big commitment. You have to justify it. Do you know what I mean? You have to just if you made a commitment for that long, mm. don't even if you regretted it, you, you're not going to turn around and say that because that's a, admitting to a pretty big fuck up. You know, you're not going to meet like a mate yeah. and be like, oh, I've had this kid, don't like. There him. are some <laughs> there are fucking head there are some people. Head there are some people I know that yeah. are like, I'm like my yeah, you know, my daughter's fucking gone missing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not talking about like a child. I'm talking about yeah, like yeah. A, a teenage runaway. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, you know, my I'm fucking stressed out. Like, I'm not allowed to see my kid for another two days. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, this kid's over here and this one. Like, mate, I was just, I was watching all your pictures of you doing this. And I'm fucking like, oh, I wish I'd done that. Oh, why don't have kids, mate? Well, the grass is always greener, isn't it? I think that's a big part of the problem. But I mean, I got my hair cut the other day. Um, by my mate who owns a hairdresser down the road. And Jake. I was chatting to him. No, Jake. There's Lee. Oh, yeah. um, I cheated was chatting to him. <laughs> and he was, um, Jake. And he was saying, um, I was like, how you getting on? I haven't seen him for years, we went to school together. He was like, oh yeah, I've got a couple of kids now. I've got a six-year-old, eight-year-old. I was like, oh, you must be really happy. How's it going? He's like, oh, mate, don't do it. He goes, don't do it. It's a fucking, it's an absolute nightmare. It's a real pain in the arse. Like him and his wife nearly broke up and he just said, it's just aggro all the time. And I thought I was a like, fucking respect for saying that because most people you only you, people yeah, only that, see yeah, the, the good, bright side. I oh, am yeah, having a, such a fabulous time, wonderful. Mm. It's really, it's really normal to sort of be married and not like anyone else. And you know, I think there's a lot you gain a lot from it from the stability, but there's a lot that you deny yourself as well. Yeah, um, I always look at my my mum's um, cousin and my dad's cousin. They're both 42, 43 now. Um, my dad's cousin lives in Australia 
he didn't have kids until he was like 39 I think 40 yeah. and he travelled all around the world yeah you want to like get that. out of your system and right? like yeah my mum's cousin his lived in South Africa and he lived in New yeah. York did you meet him in I didn't meet him no I know the one I saw the you one did the, he did like the holiday he runs like experience days yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I was just like, ah, oh, I'm 32, so I've got another like six, seven years where I could just do this. I suppose it could be in a boy, isn't it? I mean, yeah. if you can, if you can For exploit that, you might as well. <laughs> Well, it depends. Like, you can take care of yourself. I don't think it matters when you have kids. If, if you, you, look, take, you take, take care, care of yourself, yourself like, we, like we do, 40. and eat well and sort of exercise a bit, don't drink or do drugs. Yeah, exactly. Eligible bachelors. Any girl, any age, would be lucky to have a thing <laughs> But I think, no, but you could be like... Remember there were people, when I used to work at Asda's, there were people there who, I thought, how old are you? I'm 29, they looked about 40, because <laughs> yeah. they just smoke, like, yeah, smoke 20 Mayfairs yeah. a day, just have a fry up for breakfast every morning, like, I lost mean, all their hair. You know, like, me and you, like, had some, like, nights out where you just got smashed or whatever, and yeah, it's not worse, but it's like, well, not fully, like, I'm planning to go out this weekend, mm. but the reason I'm planning to go out this weekend is because I know there's a party, yeah, I've yeah. got the next two days off of work yeah. so that I can afford to stay in bed for two days yeah. afterwards. Well, also, when was the last time you actually, when was the last time you went out before that? Like, went out drinking and... When I was in out. Berlin, like, three weeks ago. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's like, it, it's fine. It's a very special... And then, you know, the other 20 days I've been, like, training, going to the gym, cycling, running, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. swimming. I went swimming with you between yeah, yeah, the time yeah. I went to Berlin, so it's like... I have kind of looked after myself, even though I'm losing my hair. Yeah. Um, that's a nice thing. I mean, that's being a guy. I think if you do take care of yourself, yeah. you can have a kid at any age. I mean, I think a big part of it, why I haven't had one, why I don't want one, is fear. It's just I'd re- I want to make sure, because I'm naturally a little bit anxious and paranoid about things. So I want to make sure I was in a really, really good like, financial situation to be able to support that. Yeah, so but I've like this happened to people that I know that have had kids when they've been in the worst financial situation. Yeah, you always work, work through, it out. Yeah, yeah, you do they work do. it yeah, out. Yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. like that's one thing that I've always yeah. thought. I want to own my own property. I don't want to be renting from someone. But yeah, then it's yeah, like, yeah. well, if you had a kid, then you'd have to sort it out. Like, I, mean, my, I, mean, I wasn't... I wasn't planned when I was born. My mum was 21, dad was 24, and he was working at the post office. She was in a, she worked at CNA at the time, went to uni later on when I was about 10. Um, but they, you know, I wasn't planned, they had me. They, it was a different time then. I think you could buy a house for like, I think yeah. my dad's first flat was like 15 grand or something. Down yeah, my parents' house in, was like Brighton. 30 or yeah. 40 or something. No, I think like it was nothing. more than that actually. I mean, yeah. it was like 80, but yeah. still like cheap. Yeah, true. I mean, my dad was able to get a flat in Brighton with a mortgage or on a postman's salary. Now, you wouldn't, you know, it yeah, never happened like in a, a million years. Yeah, a hub now for people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, no chance. So that's a big part of it. But I think it's, I think things probably do work out, but there's a part of me that is a little bit overly cautious, I guess, and panel. I'm just wanting to be able to provide. Well, you've got to find like the partner good. first to have the kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to make sure that. So if you think like if you'd met someone you're 20, yeah, and then uh, you've like been with them for a bit, and then you've um, lived with them for a bit, and you've enjoyed your life together, and then you get to 30, and it's like this is the time now where a lot of people that did meet people in their early 20s are having their kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, now at this age, it's like, do we rush through that in the space of a year, then have a kid, or do we do the same process? I think you've got to do the same process. And then have to wait five, six years. I know a few. I don't think you have to wait. I think you could probably. I think three years probably minimum. I think three, there's a bit of a period, isn't there? Three year, three year period where you kind of you make or break. Because a couple, a lot of people split up around that time or, or stay together. 
any less than that, I don't really think you can proper, properly know the person. I, I don't know. Maybe would you be getting with someone out? Of t- I feel like now it's like getting with someone because I'm worried about the future a little bit. Yeah, but that's the wrong reason to do it. I guess, but it's convenient, isn't it? And it's not being lonely, but that's a, that's a situation where I'm in now, but without trying to sound big-headed, I know if I wanted a girlfriend, for the sake of having a girlfriend, it would be quite easy Oh, yeah, to, you could... You, you can, get one, like... Yeah, but get it might one, not be the right person. No, exactly, it's not, but I wouldn't do... I think I do know people that are going out with people that they maybe don't really like that much just to... Just for that companionship and that comfort. Or if they're living with them and it's hard to break up because you live yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you weren't, I think the relationship would have ended a lot sooner, or if they yeah. were, or if mm. they had kids. Mm. You have to take these things into consideration. A lot of, especially somewhere like London, it's just, it can be a bit of a lonely. If you're not from there, like we're not, and you're living there, yeah, it's like it could be quite a lonely place. So down here, for me, even though you know I haven't lived here for ten years, but now that I've been back three months, and my social life's much better down here because I just I can just walk into town. Like, I could see, mate, I could be like, oh, you're at work today. Well, yeah. maybe it's why, but oh, you're at work. I pop by and see him in a bar, and then I've got another mate. You know, you just got I people. I remember last time I saw you, we like parked, bumped into JD. Yeah, well, I think I got four market, people in the back Then it was like, yeah. met Stash. It was like, just really, really like friendly. And that's the thing yeah. is, if I moved down here for like a month, I wouldn't leave. But I would like to move down here and settle one day. I think it would happen. Yeah. It's a perfect place. I think that would be nice. I think now, what would be, I'd love to say now, what would be nice? I think there's a lot of. Uh, ability now in the world to work remotely in doing something. You could be a writer, or you can do a you podcast. Can work for a company, you can work for. You could do a podcast. You can do it anywhere. I mean, there's there's a, well, there's a whole group of people like digital nomads. I knew my last job. There was a woman who ran a company in New York, and she just went travelling for six months and worked in. She was in Sri Lanka working in like an office space where they have dedicated for people who are running companies abroad. Yeah. She didn't need to be there. Someone else was running the, doing the general day-to-day running, like, the like an actor, ordering the milk or something or whatever, and then she could just put all the strings from wherever. So like that's an option. Yeah, it's a lot easier to be a bit more flexible and work remotely now. Yeah. Well, it's finding a job like some kind of consultancy or something to live here and just have to travel to the location. Yeah, yeah. It'd be yeah. perfect. It'd be good. It'd be nice to have a job here or live here and then work in London like two days a week or something so you're still getting that connection to it you're still getting the buzziness because it is yeah. if you want to like, stay you stay with friends and uh, stay in a hotel yeah I mean London's one of the London's I've lived in I've been to like, loads of great cities lived in a few of them but London for me is like my, my favourite there's just something about it and I wouldn't ever want to lose that but like where I'd want to live in London probably couldn't I couldn't afford a flat in Angel you know I couldn't drop yeah. 700 grand on a, on a one bed back there if you want a kid as well yeah but yeah that's the uh, that's what's the next for you then what's the what's the plan I, the plan is, well, I don't really London know I think I will or? move back to I'll move back to London in the start of next year I think um, just get I mean I'll quit my job so it's a bit of a I'm glad I did it it was a bold move and now I'm you know, it's scary. You know, I'm suffering from the repercussions from that because I don't really know what I want to do. Yeah, but do I think now's the time. Again and the same thing happens. Well, yeah, I've, I've been offered jobs doing the same thing again, but I don't want to. There's a part of me that knows that's the easy route because I'm going to be on. I'll be on all right money, and you know, I know what I'm doing. There's no, but there's no, there's no movement or growth or development in that. It's just straight back into the comfort zone and doing something that will probably still won't satisfy I me. Mean, then I'll be in exactly the same situation, but a bit older. So I might. I, mean, well I found this at the gym. Works out where it's like 
you get frustrated and you hate it and you go in and you're just like, oh, I can't wait for this to be over. When's this going to finish? Yeah. And then you, I feel you need to jump in and quit before you do flip out or have a breakdown or just burn yourself out. Yeah. But then it's yeah, like, yeah. what's next? Do you go sideways to somewhere well, else that yeah, does yeah, the same yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, the or do you think in a completely I think new I was direction? miserable when I was, in the last few months, well, I, did I was the blow by those, that looks. Yeah. Um, Last few months I was in work, I was a bit miserable, but now I'm not working, it's a bit, it's a bit of a miserable experience as well. But then I guess, yeah, like I said, I've got to use this time sort of wisely to try and figure something out. And then I moved back to London, um, get back on the dating scene, probably get hinge, and then, uh, I don't know, try and, yeah, try and sort of just have a normal life. I, don't, I always thought that would make me happy, really, but I've been in, you know, I think for me, the key now, what I've learned from back here is it's really important to have like connections with people and be in communities. And I think London could be quite isolating, you know, it's very self, it can be quite a selfish place in the sense that you do your own thing, you go home, and then you may be not seeing people often because your mate lives in Brixton and that's an hour away, so you can't go and see them. And it's, um, I think that's a key part of living in a city that is a bit detrimental. You don't have that, you're not involved in groups. Um, so I think if I do move back, that's something I'll have to... I'll try and keep up. You say that, doing. but I do feel like where I live in Clapton now, there is a bit more of a community where everyone goes to, like, that um, gym block and then everyone goes to the tram depot and there's only a few real pubs that everyone goes to. And I feel you can create a community in a city yeah. that is in that little borough, is in that little area. It's yeah, very yeah. hard, I feel, to make new friends, especially, like, male friends, unless you join a sports club or something. But you're never really going to be that close. Whereas when you're back here in Brighton, you've like known people for like, since you were a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that connection's always going to be there, never go away. I think it's yeah. like that leap of making new friends as, a, as an adult. That's why I talk about the men's group, like uh, Rebel Wisdom. Mm. Is there are men there that are open to having male friends, having grown up male friends, yeah. and making new connections and letting their egos go? I think there's a bit of ego in not making friends with a, with a new man. You, you, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, 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 body, yeah, right? So you go into a casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I go to, I go to auditions now. I went to one yesterday. I was just sitting there, I was just like, "Fuck it, don't talk to me. Don't, don't talk to me." Well, friendliness is weird, especially in London. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like it's not the place just where, where you. It's like, weird. I remember in the to, lift of you. I used to go to, to Manchester a bit for work and um, be on the train and stuff up there, and people would start talking. You'd be like, "Oh, fuck, oh no, oh, you're God, drunk. Who's this lunatic?" Because you think if London anyone starts talking to you randomly, they're, yeah. they're, they're, there's something yeah, wrong with off, yeah. um, But up there, they'd just be like, all right. They'd be like, hey, mate, how are you? I'd be yeah. like, what the fuck? You to? Never be a boy your own age. I don't know, there must be something sort of biological there that you don't really... It would always be like a little old lady or something that would just start, start chatting with someone that's had a few drinks. But it would never be... If I saw a kid my own age, or like 30-year-olds in somewhere, and we would sat there, I, wouldn't, I don't really think... I think when it's like a, a, a similar place, like say in an audition or... Yeah, or yeah, yeah, a yeah. job interview or well, if I'm at the sauna at the gym and yeah. someone walks in I might yeah. start I'll just have a yeah. you get that a lot more down here and up north yeah. people are more likely to have a chat or yeah, ask yeah, you what yeah. you're doing or if you're doing something interesting I guess but um, I think that's just the city everyone's out for themselves everyone's out to yeah. like make money but it feels like there's no, this is the thing there's no joy in that and that's what I'm trying to figure out now with my life and where I want it to go without sounding too deep I'm having a bit of a sort of spiritual crisis at, at the moment because now I've really got to think about what I want from life. I don't really know what it is because I've had, I mean, I've had good jobs. Um, I've had good jobs. I've had, you know, attractive 
girlfriends, I've made money, I've, I've travelled. Things that you'd want to tick off the list, but nothing really gave me like a lasting sense of peace or fulfilment and joy. Um, because they're all superficial, they're, all, they're, 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 not, they're pleasure, they're nice in the moment, but there's no, they're not like, it's not, things, it's not something that sustains you. You get a nice car, you might feel you'd be buzzing for like a couple of weeks, right? Look at my last car, but then in a kind of month's time, it's just your car. Yeah, you know, your girlfriend. No, I've, I've you had meet. that with cars, but I've driven like nicer cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just another car. It's just another fucking hunk of metal on wheels. Yeah, yeah. Another country you've travelled to, another girl. Yeah. I think you do have to find, empower yourself, and you know, find what makes you well, happy. Well, I think what makes you happy, the spiritual argument behind it is, is you know, happiness is in helping others and being useful and being part of a community which for me often is what the opposite of kind of London can stand for sometimes it's quite individualistic like me 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 I'm making the money everyone's sort of elbowing each other out of the way to get the last spot on the tube in yeah. in rush hour it's and really old lady yeah, yeah so you're like a Doris I've got my headphones on and my sunglasses yeah. I don't know what's going on yeah the way I used to drive there no like yeah. normally if I'm here I'd let people, people like, out I'm, I'm just like fucking I'm let people away. out all the time yeah. in Brighton when I drive I'm just like yeah it's like something we're kind well, of proud of as London well. I'm just like I'm not letting them out no yeah. chance mate. you yeah. see in the traffic and it's a real it engenders a real cutthroat mentality in you which is which I guess I like as part of the buzz but then it also I think if you're always focused on yourself and your own little petty sort of wants and desires that change every couple of weeks then you're never going to be really happy but I'm trying to sort of now I'm meditating a lot I'm trying to sort of establish a connection with like a sort of more altruistic side of myself but well, you can have revelation, revelation, revelations Revelations. Revelations yeah. But I don't think it ever stops. You never like fully are open. You always have to keep practicing and meditating yeah. and thinking. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, you never, unless you're like the Dalai Lama. It's never like, you're not Buddha, like, it's never going to no, be exactly. like yeah, massive, yeah, 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 there's yeah, an awakening, yeah. but then it's a continual yeah. process. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's a daily, and it's a daily process for me because I'm actually fundamentally quite selfish, I think. Yeah. Definitely. You're voting, I think a lot you're voting Labour, though, aren't you? Sorry? You're voting Labour, though. Yeah, yeah, cool. So actually, no, I vote Green because I won't get in. Oh, because you're in, get uh, in down here. I'm in the Green. Here, I would like to vote Labour. Just yeah, to, the Greens to. will well, Greens will green side life, with um, Greens will side with Labour anyway. Um, but no, I'm not self. I'm not in that yeah. regard. I mean, no, 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 I know what you mean. There was a point where I was. I think I was in the higher tax bracket at one point, and I still would have voted Labour because I'm just the right thing to do. But on a personal level, like yeah, I don't. I think I should do more to help people out. But I just. So a lot of times I don't really care about other people, you know, it sounds awful, but I just, you know, I think we're so ingrained to be like me, 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 what do I want, what am I need? So I'm trying to, to sort of shift out of that perspective. Volunteer or something or what? Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, it can do, but it's also, you know, so yeah, I will volunteer, but me first, I need to sort out, before I can help anyone else, I have to sort out myself but actually but actually maybe that's what I mean but actually maybe the the opposite of that logic is you know maybe if you help other people that will help you in the long run so but it's it's not how we're I don't think it's how we're programmed to think um, I just wanted to just wrap up this conversation with a couple of questions Al okay okay Um, first one is um, what do you think makes a man a modern man. What makes, what makes a modern a man? man? Well, I think the. I don't um, know if this this question is redundant now. We asked it yesterday, and it was well, about what makes a good person. I think it's changed so it? much. Well, no, I think the whole. I think you know the sort of what's a man's role. Like? I think the archetypes of what it means to be a man and a woman are coming under ever closer scrutiny. 
than they ever have been before and the existing sort of paradigms and foundations that support that are now sort of crumbling if you like and there's a new sort of awareness around the roles of different genders that's emerging but I think there are still things that you you would like to think are true. Like for me, I think that one of the reasons why I've pushed myself to the point of you know exhaustion and burnout with work was because I believe that if I was a man, I had to be able to take anything that was thrown at me. So I'd be like, oh, do you mind doing that trick? So I've just come back from being born, and then they wanted me to go away next week. I wouldn't say no because obviously no is a start saying no is a sign of weakness. So I'd be like, no, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. And then you end up pushing yourself too hard. So I think that you know archetypally the definition of man would be strong, sort of unflappable, unemotional, like a, a man, you know, unflinching, capable of supporting your family. And there's, I think that is changing a little bit. And you want to put, because, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I think, I think what I mean to I think integrity is what I'm aiming for now. For as you a as person. a man. As yeah. a person, yeah. As a person. More than, yeah, as a man, I'm a man, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think integrity the is the, yeah. Is the um, we've both got our legs crossed? You know, you've got your legs crossed. Yeah. That's what I'm Brighton. thinking. Yeah. Whenever, yes, yeah. it's like whenever I feel like I've got my legs crossed and I'm around other men, I have to like uncross my legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah show yeah, my yeah, groin. Yeah. Mm. Um, it feels comfortable. I don't know why it's, it's like about, tucking your willy yeah. away. I think it's about integrity. It's about doing what is right rather than what's easy. Yeah, that's tough. But I think those are qualities that uh, aren't gender specific. But there's a couple. Of, there is a part of me. I think if I did get some with someone, or when I get with someone eventually, if, if she was, if she earned more than me, I think there'd be a bit of a part of me that was upset by that. Which is a bit I don't know. It sounds ridiculous, but I think there's a sort of a belief that that's still ingrained that if you're the man, you're the breadwinner. You know. I've, I think biologically, there's some things that would never change. Yeah, maternal yeah, instincts, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, our roles providing and stuff. Like um, Kevin, I speaking to yesterday, was talking about the men's group sitting around the fire having a chat is very tribal, and mm. it's something that feels very familiar about it that you've never experienced before. It's just wired into your DNA, isn't it? You know, like when you hold a baby to your chest, yeah, yeah or when you yeah, sleep, yeah. you know, you don't roll onto the baby, yeah, because it's just like a, a sense there. Um, yeah, yeah. those like kind of natural instincts we have that are ingrained in us and I think they do still need to be apparent in relationships you, even though things are equal um, there's so still the certain man has things to that you still have to say has, you're saying the man has to earn more than the woman no the man doesn't have to I'm saying that there are certain things in relationships and certain roles that just happen naturally mm. and are right and don't have to be swayed by like modern like Equalities because they're not they're, there's no inequalities there. They're just your natural role. Yeah. Like a woman will breastfeed, for example, and a boy, a man will generally generally be more interested <laughs> into the sport. Men can't yeah, men can't breastfeed, for example. Yeah, um, I offend quite a few people out there by that yeah. one, but they yeah. can't. They can't breastfeed. I'm They've trying. Already got it. like strap on. <laughs> yeah, I, I wear like the pub. Yeah, whatever. Like, but can't do it. Feels like a fake bra. With yeah, just baby's still crying. In them. Yeah. Um, and just one little more thing. Can you leave the uh, podders with a little uh, a little nugget? Something that might help them for a day or the week or if someone's feeling shit or depressed or you know um, lost what could you leave people with to just uh, no, if someone I don't know if someone's depressed I'd just say just get through today really. I mean they might not necessarily be okay. depressed I mean just like right. generally everyone um, a blanket a blanket nugget of uh, yeah get through today depressed quote. people but um, everyone Lloyd said it was 
you know, the one? five people you hang around with are the best representation of you. Okay. You've hung around with five um, sporty fitness people. You're generally like more likely to be a sporty fitness person. You hang around with five alcoholics. You're, you're generally alcoholic. like yeah, we're cool. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his little one. Um, I don't know. Um, I would just say there was, there was a quote by a guy called John Kabat Zinn or something like that. He was a he came out of mindfulness and meditation. He said, if you want to. If you want fear, look into the future, and if you want to be depressed, look into the past. And that was just an idea of being sort of present and aware in, in what you're doing. And this is the only moment that now was the only moment that exists. So sort of don't worry about things that would be on your control, really. Um, which it. is very hard to do. I try. I mean, I forget most of the time, but yeah, it's that's good. Good little, good little nugget. And you haven't got oh, any plugs, have nugget, you? Little you're, chicken nugget for everyone. Your your plugs. You don't really have any because. I was supposed to be doing this podcast with you. He's like, yeah, yeah check out my Instagram. <laughs> Ten minutes long. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a boot yeah, camp yeah. on Thursday. Mm. He's going to listen to this and be like, pricks. <laughs> yeah, no, he won't listen to it. No, no yeah. But um, yeah, we're going to revisit this conversation probably Christmas time, aren't we? Well, I'm not yeah, going to put yeah, dates sure. on it because I'm probably going to edit all these over Christmas and then... What are we going to do? Are you going to do like one long one or...? No, this should be little chats like this. Okay, all right. But yeah, so check me out. Check me out on Instagram. Check um, me out. Let me do it. Then. I'm not on Instagram. I know you're not. You are. You got an account. I'm updating I'm about it for my about my two one. years. All right. It's how many followers L- you got? Yeah. LB30 Pod. Is it LB30 <laughs> Pod? Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's yeah, the Instagram okay. now. I was set up last night. Yeah. That's the pod. That's to unfollow all of the meme accounts that I was looking at. Yeah. But yeah, I'll be 30 pod and uh, Alex, see you later. Nice see chat you later, to mate. you again. Bye. Bye.